0: I just got to say, our source on that story about the NFL and the Oakland Raiders is pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Doesn't mean it's 100% nailed down as true, but it's a pretty damn good source. So we're going to continue looking into that because, man, that's an explosive story for the NFL if it turns out to be true.
1: It is indeed. So stay tuned if you would. Right now, this is a pleasure. He put Fox News on the map, the host of The O'Reilly Factor for many a year, the author, co-author of many hit books. Longtime friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Please welcome Bill O'Reilly. Hey, Bill, how are you?
2: Good. Yeah, I just heard about that story. If, those, if that's true, those guys go to prison. And because that's throwing a game. It doesn't matter why you throw it, um, whether it's money or, you know, in this case, an ideological beef. But if that story is true, which, you know, uh, you say it's a good source, and I believe you, but it's very hard to prove, you know, somebody missing a block. Um, right. However, they they have pretty extensive video, and if that's true, the people who did that could absolutely be indicted and go to prison.
0: It wouldn't. It's not hard to imagine, though, is it? I mean, people are pretty fired up about this issue, and obviously the players. Well, not. this is why Mike Tomlin
1: said to the Steelers, "We're all doing one thing."
2: Well, I, it's an emotional issue. There, there's no doubt about it. Um, whether they would go to that extreme. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to try to err on the side of caution and say it would be shocking hmm. that, that a football player would throw a game because he doesn't like another football player's politics. You know, I mean, I'm on this uh, radio tour, and it's good to talk to you guys. I haven't seen you since, uh, or we did that gig in uh, San Francisco at the Masonic. Um, but I'm on a tour for Killing England, um, and and I'm I'm telling people, look. This is a book about the Revolutionary War and and George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, um, and what they suffered, how they suffered for our freedoms to dissent. And I'd like to go into every NFL locker room and give the players this book so they would have at least some knowledge of this country.
1: Well, you know, Bill, I'm 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 hearing
2: is that a lot of these dissenters don't know anything. I mean, Colin Kaepernick, yeah, he's sincere in his belief that. Police go out every day to try to hunt down black people. He believes that. He wears socks with pigs on it depicting American police officers. But does Colin Kaepernick know anything? You guys live in San Francisco. Does he know anything?
1: Well, to quote Bob Costas, he he does come off as a guy who took one semester from a radical professor and, and that's where it ends. On the other hand, I think I think all of us want to have an intelligent discussion about how police can better blend and understand the communities they serve and and we can all get along and there's less violence. But sh- shouting at each other is well, no,
0: just now I think it's just become now you're kneeling. If you uh, if you hate Trump and you're standing, if you like Trump, yeah. I think that's what it's going to turn into.
2: Well, it's morphed into an anti-Trump protest. I don't, think, I don't think the converse is true that you stand because you like Trump. I think you stand because you understand that there are military people in Afghanistan watching the NFL game uh, who may be killed that afternoon. And uh, then you're, you see the Jacksonville and Baltimore teams kneeling in England and then standing for the British anthem, God Save the Queen. That's appalling. That's appalling. Look. Uh, if you don't understand your country and if you don't understand the social problems that lead to violence then you really should be disqualified from the debate yeah you have a right to be a moron the constitution gives you that but you know what i've seen these sports casters and sports writers they don't give you any perspective on on these protesters you don't know whether these men are literate in our history and social events and current events we don't know that what we're seeing is kind of a mob thing going on now.
1: Well, right, and you can't trust the sportscasters with any of this stuff. It's way too
3: complicated, so, Jack.
0: So referencing your book, Killing England, are you making the point that if these players understood how people had died for the flag, they'd stand to to, uh, to celebrate that, or, or they are in that um, same vein by kneeling and uh, you know protesting and trying to make America better?
2: Okay, here's, here's the deal. That's an excellent question. You have to make a decision whether you believe that your country is essentially noble or bad. That's the decision that has to be made. And if you think your country's bad, then you want to protest that because you don't want a bad country. I understand. But if you do not know the essential facts of the United States of America, how we, we, The American people freed billions with a B of people all over the world. How we came by our freedoms in the first place, how a guy like George Washington suffered, Thomas Jefferson suffered, to give us the right to dissent. If you don't know any of that, how can you make an informed decision on whether your country is noble or not? You can't.
0: Talking, of course, with Bill O'Reilly, who we brought on today to talk about the death of Hugh Hefner.
2: Oh, no, that's that's not what...
1: We're, no. Okay.
0: No. Something else.
1: No, Bill O'Reilly's <laughs> new book is uh, Killing England. And uh, Bill, I loved your point about, uh, do you fundamentally believe the country is noble or not? Imperfect, but trying. Trying. I- I've often yes. heard the one the one sentiment a relationship cannot survive is contempt. It can survive Look, anger and disappointment, a hundred things, but not contempt. Do you believe polls, that this country is worth show.
2: loving? that 65% of Americans believe the anthem and the flag should be respected, and they are angry that they aren't being respected. 65%. Are these people all white supremacists, as the far left would have you believe? Are they all bigots and racists? No, that's insane. But that's what's being peddled now. Trump is a white supremacist. So is everybody who works for him. And anybody who voted for him has got to be a racist. Well, Bill, you this couldn't, you couldn't even give a speech. Out. You couldn't give a speech
1: at the University of California these days. You'd be overrun by lunatics.
2: Right. Well, I mean, look, it's worse than that. I was on Hannity's program on the Fox News Channel earlier this week, and Hannity and I are joining together to expose media matters and these far-left smear machines that are spending millions of dollars to take guys like you and me off the air because they don't want opposing speech to their far left lunacy there's an industry that is now in play that's doing that and and so we are at a a crisis point i believe in america and people have to arm themselves with facts which is why we come back to killing england understand how your country came to be understand that and then you'll win the debate against these people who hate their country
1: you know i visited valley forge for the first time uh, this summer and um uh, i'd read reams about it in the revolutionary war of course and i'm looking forward to reading your book but to be there and and to 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 contemplate the suffering that these guys underwent just for that winter, um, it, it's it's beyond sobering. It's it's it it's, is it's tough and, to, it's and that's tough one to take. of the most
2: powerful chapters in Killing England. The chapter on Valley Forge. When people understand how deprived this Continental Army was, how they many of them didn't even have shoes, and it was zero degrees. And, and it, it was the low point, and most people felt no way this army ever is going to defeat the British Army. And you know who saved the uh, Continental Army? A gay man. A gay man saved the Revolution. And you'll read that, and, and you know, and I, I mean, I, I just... The facts that we've uncovered about the uh, Revolutionary War and the founding of our freedoms and killing England are astounding. It's number one on Amazon right now, right as we speak. And, um, you know, I talk about it on BillOReilly.com in the context of the NFL, the statues. In Dallas, they even want to rename schools. Uh, They want to take George Washington and Thomas Jefferson's names off the schools. I mean, that's how crazy this has become.
0: Yeah, well, Trump mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, which brings us to Trump. I wanted to ask you about this. You, uh, I like the way you handled Trump throughout the campaign. Um, you weren't all in like Hannity. I mean, you kind of went, you know, uh you a- called him t- Scandal by scandal, episode by episode. Uh, where are you on uh, Donald Trump at, at this point?
2: Well, first of all, my job is to watch all the powerful. I'm not a guy that uh, that throws in with any politician, okay? That's number one. Number two... We were skeptical about Donald Trump in our interviews, as we are skeptical about everybody. And I challenge him. You may remember in the Detroit debate, he, he told me I should see a psychiatrist. <laughs> I said, gee, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. Now, right now, it's uh, all about the tax cuts. Uh, the president must get that passed. If he does, his job approval rating will go into the high 40s. Um, you know, obviously, there are people wanting to sabotage him. There's a hate Trump movement in the media. That's not going to change. But the folks are still willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he's got to produce. And healthcare went down the drain, so now the tax cuts, this is really where Donald Trump has to persuade the Congress to pass these things. And this is the high drama that we're looking at.
0: Well, the one quick question on Trump is, we've been asking this all along, is he playing some sort of long-game three-dimensional chess we don't understand, or when he jumps into the NFL controversy on Friday night, is he just shooting off his mouth and and it doesn't do him any good when it comes to, for instance, the tax plan?
2: There's no long-term game, chess game. That's that's not happening. (laughs) Donald Trump, (laughs) I've known him for 30 years, is an emotional man. Doesn't look it, but he is. And he reacts emotionally. And he firmly believes that he is on the right side of the flag anthem issue. So he says, this is a winner for me because most people believe the way that I do. And I'm, I'm not going to allow this to happen without comment. Same thing in his tweets. When he tweets it out, some of this stuff is like, oh, why is he doing this? He's emotional. And he, and he wants to bring his point of view directly to the people because he knows he's never going to get a fair shake in the press. So there is a method to his madness. I mean, whether it's effective, you know, he alienated John McCain, and McCain harpooned him on uh, Obamacare. So I think, and I've told him this, I think you've got to be a little bit more circumspect before you dive into these things. But I know why he did the anthem thing, and he'll come out a winner in that.
0: I agree. Bill O'Reilly's
1: latest book is K- Killing England, The Brutal Struggle for American Independence. Hey, uh, Bill, folks who missed the factor, how can they watch?
2: BillOReilly.com. We have talking points for every night on a podcast. Um, it's uh, a very fun uh, forum. If you, go to you put O'Reilly.com, on the suit and tie? You, when you- can just sign up and... You know, away we go. It's, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I really am having a good time. Do you throw
0: right on there. the suit and tie for the podcast? Get all dressed up again?
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm in uh, the little sports shirt, and, uh, you know, go. it's uh, we may go into a studio. It's been so successful. that We're looking at a studio situation. If I do that, I'll have to throw the tie and jacket on again. But right now, I'm a casual guy.
1: I got you. Bill O'Reilly. Bill, good to talk to you. I hope we can do it again soon.
2: Thanks, guys. Oh, thanks.
1: Success. Thank you. Um, Appreciate it. You know, listen, listen. I get Bill O'Reilly's a polarizing figure. We're not going to talk about the personal controversy stuff because the way he broke down Trump, he knows him for thirty years. No, there's no long chess game. He's an emotional <laughs> guy, he's shooting off his mouth, but he realizes he's on the right side of this, and for people who 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 think like him, and he can't get a fair shake from the press, and he's speaking for the people who believe in. Uh, See Bill O'Reilly breaking down what Trump is doing is, uh, I think a voice worth hearing.
0: I love it. I got more than that. We got to take a break. Also, there's a new poll out on the support or lack of for players who kneel. New poll. I wondered how that that was going to move. It has moved in the polls in the last couple of weeks. Um, We have movement. We'll have the latest. Plus more on O'Reilly. More on the breaking NFL scandal
1: that we broke. The team denying. But can you trust
0: their denial? Awesome. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's been reported that morale is very low among the Taliban. (laughs) Their morale is low. Yeah. Yeah, you know things are bad when suicide bombers are too depressed to go to work. I think their uh, morale's better yesterday after they launched that rocket attack on the Kabul airport. Going after the Secretary of Defense. Maybe, yeah, maybe didn't more on do that anything, later. but... Uh, so, we got some texts. Um, Talking Point says, no one cares about Bill O'Reilly anymore. I, I don't agree with that. Great O'Reilly interview. I agree with his assessment and can separate his views from his past actions. You know, for the life of me, I can't remember... What the scandal was that got him fired.
1: It's kind of uh, what was old it? school uh,
0: uh, sexual harassment stuff. Oh, he was he coming used... up to my room sort of oh, sort right. of stuff. If yeah. you want to be a guest, you got to sleep with him. was the way it was being portrayed? Or, yeah, a contributor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fox okay. News trying to buy Sky News in Britain. Terrified of any scandal. Fired everybody who was accused. Not to say anybody accused wasn't guilty.
0: I don't know that. No, I, mean, I don't either. know any of it. Um, I don't know nothing about nothing. We have interviewed Bill O'Reilly a, a number of times over, I don't know, fifteen years or something like that, and that was the most subdued, easygoing he's ever been. I don't know if he's in like retirementville or. I think to some extent, yeah. He, he didn't do the steamrolling act or anything like that. No. Um. So, may you know, he just sounds relaxed. I, I got a chuckle out of the Hugh Hefner thing. He didn't used to chuckle at anything. Just <laughs> straight ahead, serious.
1: Man. I was not amused. The man just died, Jack. Hugh Hefner,
0: whatever. Um, so, do you have more? Or yeah, what, the, I was going to reset the scandal. I was also thinking on the Bill O'Reilly, and this will be my final word. <laughs> you're, you're an O'Reilly a, fan. Do whatever you want. <laughs>
1: um, I'll give Jack the last
0: word. You used to ask Bill O'Reilly. I asked him this a number of times. I never got a satisfying answer. But why do you think you're so polarizing? Because he was like he was the face of Fox News, and so he was the face of. You know, Whoopi Goldberg or whoever, if they were going to talk about mean conservatives, they picked Bill O'Reilly, and I always thought, do you watch his show? Because that's not really his thing, Um, and it's not. Well, he's unquestionably conservative. But but he was so controversial. I think by today's standards, he's not controversial at all. His personal life, if that's true, you know, can be controversial and that whole thing. But just his political views, by today's standards in the Trump era, not even close. No. Not even close. That's how much we've changed. Oh boy. What's the
1: line from Joe Walsh's song? But I'm still the same. You've all, I'm changing. Somebody changed, and it's time to change the baby's diapers. I can't remember what he said. <laughs> so we broke the scandal last hour. Our source, Deep Route, with. Uh, Deep knowledge, serious knowledge, uh, first-person knowledge of the Oakland Raiders organization.
0: It's a football team.
1: Claims that the entirely African-American offensive line was angry at the white quarterback for not sitting with them during the national anthem and allowed him to be pommeled. And the previously undefeated and extremely powerful-looking Oakland Raiders had their asses kicked by the Washington Redskins. Which upsets happened In Washington, upsets granted. Upsets
0: always happen
1: in right. the NFL, but people were shocked by that. None of this is definitive proof. No. None of it. But it builds a case, Jack, a circumstantial case. One of the guards on the line was quoted as saying he wants to stand alone, he can stand alone on the field. And after n- almost never getting sacked last year, he got sacked four times, including on back-to-back plays, right at the beginning of the game. Right at the beginning of the game, they let his ass get walloped. Intentionally, accidentally, I don't know. It happens. Quarterbacks sure. get sacked.
0: On or they the other hand... With, they, they, they come up with some, you know, the, the, the other teams watching game film, they they see a flaw, they exploit it, on and, the you, other and you figured out how they exploited it, adjusted, and there were no more sacks the rest of the game. Right. That mm-hmm. happens, too.
1: This is not a quote of a quote of an internet story, though. This is a very good source. He wants to stand alone. He can stand alone on the field. The extremely reliable center, who snaps the ball to the quarterback, three times snapped it before the quarterback was ready, just jammed it right into his legs. Said, oh, look at that. You dropped the ball. Okay, I made that part up. (laughs) Um, But three times he did snap the ball before uh, he was ready. There were a number of weird dropped passes. Nobody's uh, sure what to do uh, or what that means. So, um, somebody... Asked lineman Kolechi Osmele about the rumor, about the Armstrong and Getty World Exclusive. Uh, someone asked the following, did you really let Carr get sacked on purpose? Because there's tons of talk among Raiders fans about it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Osmele responded, if you guys really believe that, I don't even know what to tell you. Carr is our brother, and he fully supported our decision to make this statement we discussed as a team, and we all have each other's back. We're back focused on working now. End of discussion. That's pretty good. We're we're back focused on working now. That's an interesting phrase. I don't know. Again, it's not proof of anything. You're back from what? Maybe from the loss at Washington.
0: I I think it's from talking about the Trump and yeah, protesting. back from the whole kneeling yeah. thing and all that. That's what I took it as, but I could just be. Uh, no, nah,
1: you could be fun. right. You certainly could be right. Or, and, and, or, perhaps the owner of the team went in there, read the Riot Act. Maybe the head coach reminded everybody that they're making a hell of a good living And if their politics gets in the way of their play for one effing second, you will effing find yourself out of an effing job. There are 200 effing college football players who want your effing job, blah, 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 blah. And the locker room is still echoing with the anger. We don't
0: know. That would leak out, wouldn't it? It has leaked out. We're talking about it. No,
2: that part. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, mm.
1: I'm telling you. There is a reason that multi. I've mentioned Mike Tomlin of the Raiders uh, of the uh, Steelers a couple of times. Ah, the Steelers Raiders battles of the seventies. Terry Bradshaw, Ken Stabler. Anyway, um, <clears throat> there are a hell of a lot of NFL coaches who are thinking, Oh God, no, oh no, this job's already hard enough without there being racial strife amongst the teams. Right. At a time, at a time. When, according to many civil rights leaders, never mind me, it, this is the best time for a man or woman of color to be alive in the United States of America, in, the, in our history as a country. It's, progr- it's progress toward justice, constant halting, stumbling progress. Um, w- we'll see. So- I believe the story from Deep Route because Deep Route would know.
0: Uh, The numbers have moved on public opinion regarding the kneeling. We'll hit you with those numbers when we come back. Oh, that's right. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. i got to throw this in. I forgot.
1: Remember that a reporter asked about this and was told if you report on that, you will never report on the Raiders again. You will lose all your access if you so much as print that. That's something there.
3: What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got Trump on the NFL anthem protest, tax reform, and a warning for Republicans about health care reform. And before you get to work, I must get to the new health warnings about coffee yes. and mugs. That coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty.
1: Fred Belitnikoff.
3: Lynn Swan. Those were the days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Yeah coffee mugs are going to kill me now. Okay, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Scandal in the NFL? Hmm.
1: Racial divisions. Oakland Raiders offensive line angry at their quarterback for standing up during the anthem, not joining them. Allegedly let him get his ass kicked. Interesting the story immediately after the game in the San Jose Mercury News, by far the best newspaper in the area. Uh, here's your headline. Raiders offensive line opens wide for Washington in 27-10 to 10 loss. Thought to be one of the best units in the NFL, the Raiders offensive line was porous against Washington. Derek Karsak four times. And uh, uh, the group that's blah, blah, blah been very effective did the opposite Sunday night. Uh, very interesting. Um, the quarterback of the Washington Redskins, who doesn't play against the Raiders offense, he's, he's on the yeah. other offense, said, I couldn't believe it when you think about how successful that Oakland offense had been, not only this season, but back to last season. The other team watched it and couldn't believe mm. how bad the offensive line was playing.
0: How interesting. We've thrown it out there. We'll see if more nuggets pour in one way or the other. Let's get the news now. Marshall Phillips. Well,
3: Donald Trump weighing in on the whole NFL controversy. He's saying NFL owners are too afraid to stop players from kneeling during the national anthem. He did an interview with Fox News today saying... The NFL's in a box. They have to do something about it. They're disrespecting. And when I say they, in a way it is they because they can stop it. Now, Trump says the protests, again, are disrespectful to both the flag and the military. The president also unveiling his tax plan. Okay,
0: okay, since you're done moving on to taxes. So the latest polling on the kneeling or not, is it appropriate or inappropriate? The numbers have evened out quite a bit in uh, the last year. So last year it was 61-32 inappropriate, almost double, about a 30-point win. And now it's 55-41, which is still a 14-point win, but it's cut in half. Interesting. And I wonder if that's just becoming, it's becoming more about Trump, so it's going to get closer to 50-50 split the way Trump is. There could
1: be some movement on the whole, well, they do have a First Amendment right thing, but I guarantee you, you're right. It's mostly about, now it's sticking it to Trump.
0: Yeah.
3: The president also uh, was uh, talking about his tax plan that he unveiled in Indianapolis yesterday. He called it a miracle for the working class, telling Fox News one part of that plan is non-negotiable. The 20% is non-negotiable. I wanted to do it at 15%. This is for business. I want to do it at 15%. If you look at China, China's at 15%. Now, the rate for business had been at 35%. Democrats are saying the GOP plan would blow up the federal deficit, and Chuck Schumer is taking issue with the three tax brackets that the revisions
2: would set up. The top rate on the wealthiest comes down, and the bottom rate on working class families goes up. What kind of plan is this? I don't he
1: mind. is such a liar. <laughs> <don't> you are <laughs> a liar, you lying
0: sack of crap. I don't mind them arguing the particulars because that goes on, but the whole, it's going to explode the deficit. Really? After we doubled the deficit from $10 trillion to $20 trillion under a Democratic president? You really ought to stay away from that issue.
1: Yeah, that is hilarious. And the standard deduction, which everybody gets, will double, meaning the people in that lowest tax bracket will pay less taxes.
3: They will pay less taxes. Wanted to mention this, one person's dead, another got hurt in a massive rock fall at Yosemite. Officials and witnesses say a giant rock the size of an apartment building fell off the face of El Capitan at the height of rock climbing season. But that's something to see. What did that sound like? Well, we've got one guy who was there who saw the rock fall. I looked up and we saw about 200 feet of rock just sort of come off the wall and and, uh, explode on the ground, about 1,000 people up. At least 30 people were climbing on the uh, granite face at the uh, time uh, when it happened. It's global warming. It's it's causing the rocks to melt. All right, my friends, it might be best to stick with paper mugs for your office coffee fix. The University of Arizona researchers have found up to 90% of mugs in office kitchens were coated in germs and 20% actually carry FM Fecal matter.
1: <laughs> oh, no. It's FM, crap. no static it's at all. Crap.
0: It's crap.
3: H- and how boy. does
0: fecal matter end up on everything?
3: Because it's everywhere. Everybody poops, Jack. And they're saying the nasty stuff made its way to the cups from communal kitchen sponges that were rarely changed or washed or cleaned in any way. Well, don't
0: drink out of your, your office uh, community coffee mug. I got my own. Which has probably also got <laughs> FM, but it's yes. my own. Yes. It's my own personal figure <laughs> matter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> FM you can be proud of. <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of
1: the West. Marshall Phillips, convincing you you're going to die every single day.
0: You know, we got some good uh, texts uh, about uh, well, a lot of things, including the death of the great Hugh Hefner. So, <laughs> which, uh, we hit you with some of those. Now As he was 91. Wow. Correct. That's a long run. Yep. Um. Who else are we talking? Do we got another good one right coming up? Don't we? Something. Uh,
1: we're gonna talk to uh, a gent, I believe, from the Washington Examiner about the battle over the tax code and the tax reform.
0: Oh yeah, I got into some of the uh, how Twitter is involved in uh, the whole Russian thing now. Russia is using Twitter even more than they were using Facebook, or at least a greater effect they think. The Facebook was getting all the attention, but Twitter's huge. Stay Hashtag tuned. KGB. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, Stan, you got your phone? We need to call everyone on this list. They all live in the same city. Dad, listen, you need to ease off a little here, okay?
1: Stan, it's not right that people celebrate a man who wiped out millions of people for his own glory. Let's go. Hello, is this uh, Howard Peterson? You live in Columbus, Ohio, is that correct? Yeah, you racist piece of sh- You heard me. You're an intolerant pig. Oh, you're not? You just choose to live in a city named for ethnic cleansing? No, f*** you! Rename your city Hello? Okay, next one. Come on, get calling, Stan. Dad,
0: come on. We all get your point, but don't you think
1: you're overdoing it? You have to overdo it in today's society, Stan. You can't be nuanced and subtle anymore or else critics go, Wow, what was the point of that? Hi, Francis Melman? Hey, how
0: are you, you f***ing racist? (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. Oh, that's great. From last night's South Park. That is hilarious. UPC, bro?
1: (laughs) Fantastic. Uh,
0: A couple of things for you. (laughs) Yes, Um... including the death of the American
1: dream. A major poll coming up. Okay. Can you still achieve the American dream? For once, for once, one of these polls went to the trouble of asking, what do you mean by the American dream? Good one. Finally.
0: Can't wait to hear that. The answer will shock you. Do you remember old Representative Steve Scalise, who was almost assassinated by that nut job Uh, on the baseball field? The uh, gun-wielding Democrat, I remember. Doing his first interview on 60 Minutes Sunday night, talking about what it was like from his perspective. We've heard it from everybody else's. Yeah, he's finally back at work three months down the road. Uh, We got a couple of uh, texts about the uh, death of Hugh Hefner, the Playboy founder and weirdo, (laughs) in my opinion. Um, And publishing icon, innovator. Uh yeah yeah oh well, no doubt about that he was
1: definitely a perv I mean nobody nobody <laughs> think, debates that
0: I, I'm just listening to this it's, it seems to me like people are getting it wrong on both ends there are people who think it's all just you know young girls and their boobs who are completely unaware that is actually one of the great intellectual magazines of all time. If you're a, With
2: a, boobs. If
0: you're a young person starting out writing fiction, it was in the top like two or three in the world to get published in, mm-hmm. to become a big thing. In terms of like short stories yeah, and things yeah. like yeah. that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And
1: commentary pieces. I mean, Norman oh, yeah. Mailer, Hunter Thompson. I mean, all the heavyweights of the 20th century.
0: That's Pre- right. Presidents. Did a lot in that. Yeah. 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 Presidents doing interviews. I mean, it right. was just a hugely important magazine. He took the girls out of it. It was still an unbelievable magazine. So those people are getting it wrong. And then the people who are just lionizing him and not talking about he's spent the last 40 years laying around in his pajamas sexing up practically children because that's what they had to do to become anything in his organization. That's sick and twisted. What the hell is that? Anyway, we got these texts. Hugh Efner, uh, you're only as old as the women you feel. I don't know if he actually <laughs> said that. <laughs> Hugh he, Hefner dead. The stiffest, stiffest he's been in 20 years. Oh boy! Too soon? <laughs> oh,
1: ho, ho. yes, my friend. Think before
0: you hit send. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, how sad are those twins or triplets or whatever he'd been hanging out with? Or am I thinking uh, of uh, Charlie Sheen? No, similar, a, similar yeah, thing. Is... Those poor girls that have been, uh, you know, hanging with him for however long. What was going on with their lives? Well, the thing was so so stupid.
1: I couldn't even get to the tawdry because it was so dumb. Oh, yeah, he's so manly and virile and desirable. He has three 25-year-old just mega beauties who just can't wait to be. No, let's stop it. How stupid am I in this scenario? Please stop pitching that crap. I'm not catching.
0: Right. They're either full-on prostitutes. Or they, they're so damaged from sexual abuse or lack of attention or something right. that they're willing to, as, as as 50, 60 years younger than him, crawl
1: into bed with this ancient man. Or as kids, they had a really, really sexy great-grandpa, and they've got a thing for, you know, old men.
0: <sighs> I don't know. It's weird. Sick. If he'd gone out with some sort of class... Uh, then yes, yes, he is just, should be lionized as one of the great publishers of all time. Uh, That's that.
1: America loves a good publisher.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They sure do. Who's
0: your favorite, Michael? I'm a Simon & Schuster man. If you find out a guy's got an extensive Playboy collection, do you think cool and classy? Or do you think, that's kind of weird, dude, at this point? uh, Fairly weird, yeah um which is unfortunate i remember
1: talking about this back in the day the, god the most tired joke in the world oh i re- you read the articles ah god dang it i i didn't object for the wrongness of it i objected for the crappy humor of it it's it's like you know somebody at this point in our nation's history saying <laughs> You've got a face for radio. (laughs) Yeah, we used to get a Uh,
0: for several years. We got a free subscription to Playboy for some reason, and I I wish I always I I always wished you could get one that didn't have the girls in it. Yeah, the boob (laughs) free. I know where to get porn. This isn't good pornography. Yeah, this is post Internet era. So just the idea that there's naked girls in this magazine was pretty dumb. I actually just wanted to read the interview with you know Yasser Arafat or whatever. the porn was dumb
1: <laughs> oh the the fat in or yes, era fat reminds me that the uh that chubby checker uh the great uh the great uh, 50s uh, rock and roll icon the uh, guy the, who brought us the twist and the then twist. twist again last summer then let's twist uh, some more and hey do you remember the twist let's do it again and twisty twisty twister um etc uh chubby checker uh has sued and settled with a Oh, hmm. A penis measurement app that called itself Chubby Checker.
0: Oh, wow. So a guy named Chubby Checker was bothered that somebody had invented something called the Chubby Checker. That is true. Sued tricks. and won or lost?
1: He, he Well, he settled with Hewlett-Packard okay. and the Palm OS platform. This is not a joke. Yes, the, on the Palm. Uh,
0: why do you need an app that does that? Yeah, what, what, what else do we know about this app? Are you just supposed to just submit it into a database and see where you rank? And why would you do that? What is wrong with that? Because the... if you're in the top ten, you get a jacket. The... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Chubby Checker app allowed users to input the shoe size of a man to return a measurement, a probable measurement of his penis.
0: Oh, so it's like a Based hypothetical. Based on the
1: theory that yes, that's uh, again, hmm. like the later life carryings on of Hugh Hefner. I don't want to dignify this with a response.
3: So Thank that you. app seems to be for the ladies, all right.
1: or for the fellers. I don't, you know, don't whatever. Think. Whatever. You're dignifying it with a response, which we clearly chose not to do. <laughs> yes. So the Saudis are going to let the gals drive. Why the activists aren't all that excited about it? Okay. Uh, I found that interesting. Also, if we get a chance, what? Oh, oh a new uh, scandalous airline video. Somebody get dragged off a flight.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I, I just saw the headline. It looked awful, but maybe there's some mitigating circumstances.
1: The American dream, is it dead? And if we have time, we won't. If we have time, the Lingerie Football League has issued a statement. We stand for the national anthem. So, football fans, there is a league we can watch. Lingerie Football, the LFL.
0: We have mocked the is the American Dream Dead polling for a long time, but you say this is better. Uh, Yes, it is in a way. It's also highly amusing. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.